Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Gospel Road. Leviticus 25 is what we will look at today. Less than a week away till Christmas. Can you believe it? In fact, one week from today, it'll be (laughs) post-Christmas. Crazy. Crazy where this year has gone. And, of course, a crazy time. All the Christmas movies you can watch on TV. All the Christmas stations that have popped up around towns playing all Christmas music. And here we are coming off another year of not sure. You know, they talk about 2020 and 2021 still. Still one for the books. I'm not even sure to even say that we are slowly getting better yet. No, it's just, it's again, just very a rough time. And we're trying to to deal with everything, trying to keep moving forward. Some are pushing back. It's just, it, it is, it's just, it's rough. But, you know, push on. We will succeed. We will overcome. Sometimes you have to keep telling yourself, even though you feel that that might not be the case. Because you need to keep that piece of optimism. Not being the pessimist. Not being the cynic. That many of us are. Or can be. (laughs) But it's just really trying to hold it together the best you can as you keep pressing on. No matter what you're hearing or seeing around you, which can be very... Depressing? I'm not sure that's the word that I want to use, but... I mean, there's just days, you know, kind of brings you down. But you do the best that you can. Again, still, I mean, it, the busy time of the year, though, because it is busy, at least I know where I am. 
There's so much more traffic on the roads. In fact, they say that we have even exceeded pre-pandemic levels of traffic for us here in Des Moines. I mean, I know we just had a ton of people move in to my area in 2020 in the our surrounding area and there's a lot more traffic on the road which then brings more frustration <laughs> so we and we are just growing quicker than I'm sure they thought we ever would I know being a kid in this area and comparing to now it's just so different but that's get going with this. Leviticus 25 says, The Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land that I give you, the land shall keep a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years you shall sow your field. And for six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather in its fruits. But in the seventh year, There shall be a Sabbath of solemn rest for the land, a Sabbath to the Lord. You shall not sow your fields or prune your vineyard. You shall not reap what grows of itself in your harvest or gather the grapes of your undressed vine. It shall be a year of solemn rest for the land, the Sabbath of the land shall provide food for you, for yourself and for your male and female slaves, and for your hired worker and the sojourner who lives with you, and for your cattle, and for the wild animals that are in your land. All its yield shall be for food. You shall count seven weeks of years, seven times seven years, so that the time of the seven weeks of years shall give you 49 years then you shall sound the loud trumpet on the 10th day of the 7th month on the day of atonement you shall sound the trumpet throughout all your land and you shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants it shall be a jubilee for you When each of you shall return to his property, and each of you shall return to his clan, that fiftieth year shall be a year of jubilee for you. In it you shall neither sow nor reap what grows of itself, nor gather the grapes from the undressed vines. For it is a jubilee. It shall be holy to you. You may eat the produce of the field. And this year of Jubilee, each of you shall return to his property and make a sale to your neighbor or buy from your neighbor. You shall not wrong one another. You shall pay your neighbor according to the number of years after Jubilee. And he shall sell to you according to the number of years for crops. In the years of many, you shall increase the price. And if the years are few, you shall reduce the price. For it is the number of the crops that he is selling to you. 
You shall not wrong one another, but you shall fear your God, for I am the Lord your God. Therefore, you shall do my statutes and keep my rules and perform them, and then you will dwell in the land securely. The land will yield its fruits and you will eat your fill and dwell in it securely. And if you say, what shall we eat in the seventh year? If we may not sow or gather in our crop, I will command my blessing on you in the sixth year so that it will produce a crop sufficient for three years. When you sow in the eighth year, you will be eating some of the old crop. You shall eat the old until the ninth year when its crops arrive. The land should not be sold in perpetuity, for the land is mine. For you are strangers and sojourners with me. And in all the country you possess, you shall allow a redemption of the land. If your brother becomes poor and sells part of his property, then the nearest redeemer shall come and redeem what his brother was sold. If a man has no one to redeem it and then himself becomes prosperous and finds sufficient means to redeem it, let him calculate the year since he sold it and pay back the balance to the man who he sold it and then return to his property. But if he does not have sufficient means to recover it, then what he sold shall remain in the hand of the buyer until the year of Jubilee. In the year of Jubilee, it shall be released and he shall return to his property. If a man sells a dwelling house in a walled city, he may redeem it within a year of its sale. For a full year he shall have the right of redemption. If it is not redeemed within a full year, then the house in the walled city shall belong in perpetuity to the buyer throughout his generations. It shall not be released in Jubilee. But the houses of the villages that have no walls around them shall be classified with the fields of the land. They may be redeemed, and they shall be released in Jubilee. As for the cities of the Levites, the Levites may redeem any time the houses in the cities they possess. And if one of the Levites exercises his right of redemption, then the house that was sold in a city that possesses shall be released in the Jubilee. For the houses in the cities of the Levites are their possession among the people of Israel, but the fields and pasture land belong to their cities may not be sold, for that is their possession forever. If your brother becomes poor, and cannot maintain himself with you. You shall support him, and through he were a stranger and a sojourner, and he shall live with you. Take no interest from him or profit, but fear for fear your God, that your brother may live beside you. You shall not lend him your money at interest, nor give him your food for profit. I am the Lord your God, 
who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Cana and to be your God. If your brother becomes poor beside you and sells himself to you, you shall not make him serve as a slave. He shall be with you as a hired worker and as a sojourner. He shall serve with you until the year of Jubilee. Then he shall go out from you, he and his children with him, and go back to his own clan and return to the possession of his fathers. For they are many servants. They are my servants, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. They shall not be sold as slaves. You shall not rule over him ruthlessly, but shall fear your God. As for your male and female slaves, whom you may have, you may buy male and female slaves from among the nations that are around you. You may also buy from among the strangers who sojourn with you and their clans that are with you, who have been born in your land, and they may be your property. You may bequeath them to your sons after you to inherit as a possession forever. You may make slaves of them, but over your brothers, the people of Israel, you shall not rule over one another ruthlessly. If a stranger or a sojourner with you becomes rich and your brother besides him becomes poor and sells himself to the stranger or sojourner with you or to a member of that stranger's clan, then after he is sold, he may be redeemed. One of his brothers may redeem him or his uncle or his cousin may redeem him or a close relative from his clan may redeem him. Or if he grows rich, he may redeem himself. He shall calculate with his buyer from the year when he sold himself to him until the year of Jubilee. And the price of his sale shall vary with the number of years. The time he was with his owner shall be rated as the time of a hired worker. If there are still many years left, he shall pay proportionally for his redemption some of his sale price. If there remain but a few years until the year of the Jubilee, he shall calculate and pay for his redemption in proportion to his years of service. He shall treat him as a worker hired year by year. He shall not rule ruthlessly over him in your sight. And if he is not redeemed by these means, then he and his children with him shall be released in the year of Jubilee. For it is to me that the people of Israel are servants. They are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Leviticus 25. Man, could you even think about that? You know, the year of abundance, things goes up, but the year of hurt, things go down. I mentioned that earlier on in Leviticus 25. 
But yet what we see, which we're seeing now, is when we are hurting, you know, inflation goes up, prices go up. That's where the inflation comes from. Things are so off balance. Have been for years, though. This isn't new. We're doing the best that we can. Some are. Some, not so much. Some just kind of live what they live. Some not wanting to work. Wanting to live off the government. I mean, there's certain things that we just have to do. I was having a conversation the other day. And we're talking about school. And how, you know, it's it's the whole... Not everyone is offered the same thing. You know, not everyone is offered the same opportunities. And then, of course, it turns into some race discussion or this and that. You know, when you're poor, you're poor. There's just no way around it. I don't care who you are. When you're poor, you're poor. I know... And what is it like growing up that way? Because by any means, we had nothing extra. And by many conversations, speaking of what is offered, you could say I was not offered a lot, not encouraged a lot either. To be honest, when it came to school, I didn't like school. I knew I had to go. I had to be there, but I didn't like it, which I, I knew a lot of people in school. Some of the same now. They don't like school, and they just kind of give up. They don't even try. It, you know, it's all that mindset that you have on how you do things. Now, for me, I didn't like school, but in my mind... I knew it had to be done. It was that necessary evil I had to complete. So I applied myself the best I could to get through it. I didn't give up. I didn't just write it off. I know not everyone's the same and not everyone's like me because we're all individuals. But again, it's a mindset. It's, it's what you think. It's what you're putting through your head. You know, it talks about Leviticus and someone, you know, losing everything and becoming poor. Now, are they going to live in that poor mindset forever? Or are they going to try and do better and be better to succeed? Or are they just going to keep digging their hole deeper and staying down in it? You know, again, when you trip and fall, are you going to stay down or are you going to get back up? Now, it talks about families helping families, and wow, we do not see that much anymore. We see families writing off families. 
you fall, they kick you when you're down. Rather than helping you up. There is responsibility that we have to learn. And we have to be responsible. I know some that just are not responsible financially, no matter what you do. And they just, they can't get it straight. It's like they almost need a financial advisor that gives them an allowance. to make sure that their bills are paid. And then here's what you have left. It's frustrating. But again, we are all different. We're all individuals. But how are you going to help somebody be better? How are you going to help them become stronger to understand? Now, some people... It takes a while for them to learn it, and there's some that probably would never will. I mean, I have a friend I want to just keep kicking because they're not learning very easily, not learning very quickly, and they just keep uh, they just keep doing whatever. <laughs> it's like responsibility. It's not easy. I've seen on social media this a, a gentleman, and it's adults against adulting. I want to join. <laughs> I'm an adult against adulting. Because there's days you just want to break. I mean, wouldn't it be something if you if we had like every seven years you got off? <laughs> That'd be nice. You just get the entire year off. You know, talking about the Sabbath, which we have that the, the one day a week that you give to God. You know, work six, take the seventh off. We don't see that much anymore, and I'm not sure we've seen that for a long time. In fact, I would probably beg to say that even going back into biblical times, for it to be said, it wasn't common. Not a common practice. You know, we have to really encourage and love one another to, to help each other be the best that we can be. And I mean, that's what we see here in the Christmas season. That's, I mean, it's, you know, God's love, the birth of a savior, you know, that Christmas joy, that, that love that you're sharing with one another, which it's a feeling that you should be sharing all year round, but we don't, we're not. Some, you're lucky if they even share it during the holiday season. I know it just can be so frustrating because of where we are. 
where we're not. But just keep keep going. And remember to just keep helping. Keep encouraging those co-workers. Keep encouraging those friends, those family members that they can be better. Because as we are wanting to grow to be better, we want them to be better. And again, not this is not easy. This is by no means simple. Especially when we have, we have so many things that are fighting back against us. That is not allowing us to be better, to grow. People are trying to keep us down or hold us down. Depending on where you are, colder so, this is the time of season that you always just seem to be nose clogged. Just remember, things will be better. Just remember that you are loved. And we need to remember to show that love. To help them. To help others. Leviticus 25. Read that. How does it help you be better? See, one thing I see here is how it was talking about not being ruthless. We don't want to be ruthless. We want to be loving and caring. We want to treat those we work with as well. Be a good manager, good supervisor, good owner. Rule with love. Lead with love. Not really ruling, but leading. Lead with love. I know there's egos that we deal with every day because I see them all the time. Because I know there's so many I have to deal with. You still have to love them. Still should pray for them. God can do something to help them. I know I have to ask God to help me every day. Because it can sure drag me down. It sucks the life right out of me. Leviticus 25. Read that today. How does it help you become better today than you were yesterday? to be better tomorrow than you are today. If you enjoyed this, be sure to share it with others on social media. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, my buddy Jimmy, YouTube, my buddy Jimmy 101. You can also rate this, the favorite platform you're listening. I appreciate that so much. Thank you for listening to The Gospel Road. Have a great day. God bless. And Merry Christmas. Spinal adjustments provided by Dr. Chad Rolfson. The Spinal Tuning Chiropractic Center is a Des Moines area low flat fee per month unlimited chiropractic care practice. When life happens, just adjust. Schedule today at SpinalTuning.com. 
Barbecue provided by Kenny's Rib Wagon. Catering ribs for your pleasure and serving daily at Plaza Pub, 62nd and Douglas in Des Moines, across from Merle Hay Mall. Find Kenny's Rib Wagon on Facebook. The Jimmy Olsen Radio Network.